Welcome to the Success Road Podcast. This is the podcast where we meet at the intersection of your life and then take decisive action to move onward toward higher levels of success. Now, my name is Joshua Rivers from podcastguymedia.com and I'm taking you on this journey. Now, I want to give a statement here and see if you can say that with me. I am an automator. I automate my sales. I automate my free time. I automate the growth of my following. I automate for impact. Now, are you able to say that? I don't know. I struggle with that myself, but our guest today can help you get to that point. Well, she has a ton of impressive credentials like being number one bestselling author, certified internet marketer, ClickFunnels dream car winner, which I think sounds really cool, and the funnel design guru. The most thing, impressive thing to me, though, is that she wanted to be like Max from a Goofy movie. And <laughs> that rings true to me because I remember as a kid when that came out, I had the same desire, maybe not the same reasoning, but I was a shy, reserved kid that kept to myself but wanted to be able to break out like Max did and still waiting for that to happen, probably. So anyway. We, Catherine- we just need the yellow jumpsuit. That's all we need. We just need the yellow jumpsuit, you know? There you go. And so that voice is Catherine Jones. Thank you for joining us today. Oh my gosh. I am honored to be here. I love, yeah, listen, Goofy, what year did you graduate high school? Are, are we 98. No, okay, cool. Never mind. You're a little bit older than me, but it was a beautiful, <laughs> you don't look it though. Oh my gosh, you're killing it. Yes, that, that Goofy movie. I'm telling you what, when he just flies above the crowd, what a beautiful time. I love that you know that. That's yeah. in like a deep, that's like in a deep video, an old video of mine. I love that you know that. That's amazing. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, yeah. So excellent. So I want to be able to dive into how we can be able to look at automating things in our life so that we can be able to simplify, we can be able to start maximizing our impact as it looks like. So where can we start with this? Or you can start maybe where you started. How did you get into this stuff? Totally. Oh, my gosh. Well, I love talking about this stuff when it comes to automation because it's such a bigger game than just automation. You hear the word automation, you're just like, oh, geeky, techy. When in reality, to become an automator really is mindset and a lifestyle. What I mean by that? To define the word automation, it literally means to set up systems so that things can be done without human control. Automating it, right? And when we look about all the things that we do in our life that are mindless, that we do more than once, there are so many ways for us to outsource that to other people, to softwares, to systems that would free up our headspace, free up our time, and free up our ability to serve. And that's what I love about automation is it's so much more than just how can we automate everything in our lives so we're robots, but rather how can we free up our headspace and free up our time and free up our resources so that we can actually play a game of bigger impact. And so how I first got started in this though, honestly, I literally was just frustrated that I could not figure out how to get out of bed. That was actually where I started. I was like, I'm annoyed that I, and I I think I was about 22 or 23. Like I'm annoyed as a 22 or 23 year old that like the snooze button wins the battle every day with me. Like, can I, like, I was like, this is a life skill I have got to figure out. Right. And it was just painful every single morning. And I just remember thinking there has to be an easier way to learn this. There has to be a way like waking up every day to an alarm is something I'm going to have to do most likely till the day I die, right? Like it's just probably, so I've got to figure out how to make this automatic. So literally in this like great frustration to wake up and not be frantically late every single morning, I started to try and analyze, is there a way 
that I could actually just take the decision away from myself. Because what I started to realize is that every morning, oh my gosh, I had no willpower. <laughs> I was like, the morning, the night before, I'm like, I got this. It's like 6 a.m. Anything's possible for me, right? 6 a.m. rolls around the next morning. Nothing was possible for me. I was like, I'm good. And everybody's been through this. Where it was like, you convince yourself, like, oh, I don't need to wake up. It's okay. Like, you're fine. Stay in bed. Like, everything's fine. And I realized that in the morning that, again, I had, like, lost willpower. My decision-making process was not clear. And so, again, I wanted to see if there was a way that I could actually make the decision once to wake up and then just set up systems that would almost force me. Like, what would that look like? And so, honestly, like, the really simple fix for that was literally I got a really crazy loud alarm crazy loud alarm clock. And at this point I lived with roommates and I put the alarm clock in the living room so that if I didn't turn it off fast, like I had to get out of bed and if I didn't turn it off fast, it was going to wake up everybody, right? Like everybody was going to be mad at me. And that just happened to be the thing that got me fine. Again, I started to think what other areas of my life could I make decisions, set up systems once so that it no matter became this, this question of willpower, but simply a matter of systems. And it started to help with my food as well, right? Like I got so much more healthier because all of a sudden, because I don't know if you're the same way too, where it's like, oh man, health queen, we're going on a fitness binge, anything's possible for us. And you're like really good for like two weeks. And you're like, okay, well, I think I need a, I think I need Dairy Queen Blizzard like right now. Like I think I need it, right? <laughs> you're like, I don't think I can go much longer. It's like, oh my gosh, I need a blizzard. So what I did is all of a sudden I just started to look like, oh my gosh, can I make the decision once so that I don't have to make it again? So like as a really easy example, right? It's like, okay, if for breakfast, I'm like, listen, I'm going to rock the egg whites every single morning. If I have egg whites in my house, toaster strudels, egg waffles, and a cinnamon roll, right? Like I might do really well at egg whites for the first little bit, but eventually those egg are going to sound pretty good and willpower is going to deplete. And then it's just equal playing field. It's like I have a 25 cent per chance, percent chance, if not less, of choosing the egg whites. But if you can make the decision once and eliminate all other possibilities, then it's like, it doesn't matter if I feel like an egg waffle. I don't have it in my house. I'm only going to eat the egg whites. So all of a sudden this concept of deciding what I want and then eliminating all other options and setting up systems that I only chose that started to infiltrate across all other areas of my life. Not just waking up, not just morning routines, not just health, not just evening routines, but also we started to play this game in business. Where it's like, how can I not do the same task twice? And I have this trigger in my head where it's like, if I've done the same thing twice, that's not, I'd make a system for it and I don't do it again. And even just thinking about things like that literally has changed everything in my life. To again, really personal things where it's like, I don't go grocery shopping, I don't do my laundry, I don't clean, right? I set up systems that other people can do it. In my business, I don't schedule stuff, right? I don't fill out forms. I don't do my finances. Like anything that I touch twice, I know because of the role that I know I play in my company where it's like, I need headspace and time to be able to produce value. I just don't do it. So I create systems and automate processes and eliminate any ability for me to do it again. So that again, we can like actually build out systems and processes with the objective not to just have everything automated, automated, but instead, again, to provide repeatable systems to ensure that you're no longer relying on willpower or headspace to get really important things done, but rather can use that headspace and willpower to generate really amazing visionary type things. Yeah, absolutely. And so you were talking about setting up these systems. And I know when I started down this path, here in business, when I think of a system, I think of like a computer program or an app or something like that, that we can automate something. 
But but as you pointed out, there, there's more to a system than just an app. I mean, like, like you were talking about with your alarm clock, mm-hmm. you set up something to be able to create that barrier. And with the food, being able to create a system in a way to be able to eliminate those possibilities. And so I think there's a lot of things in there. And so I'm really glad that you pointed that part out as you were describing that. That I think is really cool about automation is that when you combine human behavior with essentially computer science coding, right, you're actually able to program your brain. Like that's actually what's really cool. And so if we look at the basics of coding, right, it's zeros and ones. And a computer, when you're coding it, it almost acts like a really smart aleck kid, right? Like it will do exactly what you tell it to do. So like if you tell your kid like, hey, go, go hop in the bathtub. The kid will literally hop into the bathtub. They're not going to take off their clothes. They're not going to start the water. They're not going to wash their hair. They'll literally just jump into the bathtub. And that's how a computer acts, right? Like if you tell it to do a thing, it's not intuitive. Like unless you're playing the game of AI, right? Like it's not intuitive. It doesn't do those things. And so when you're creating your routines, what I instruct all my clients to do is act as if it's a computer. So the routine that we did to automate me waking up had actually about 30 steps before the alarm clock and we would practice them, right? So you literally program your mind so it happens. So it's like, okay, step number one, open your eyes. Step number two, take two deep breaths. Step number three, sit up. Step number four, get out of your bed. Step number five, walk your, leave your room and close the door of your room so you can't go back in there. Number six, walk to the alarm. Number seven, turn it off. Number eight, go into the bathroom. Number nine, close the door of the bathroom so you're not leaving until you have some consciousness with you, right? And again, just like breaking things down step by step by step. Again, eliminating other options, but also literally getting your brain into such a regimented routine. Like it doesn't require any headspace. There's no room to improvise because you backed it out step by step by step, which again, eliminates decision because it becomes programmed in you and also preserves headspace because you're not like, oh, like, should I go to the bathroom right now or should I not go to the bathroom right now? Should I close my door or should I not close my door? Should I eat breakfast right now or should I not eat breakfast right now? It's like you literally program your mind and your systems and your routines to literally work like a, a computer programming system. Yeah, like you pointed out there, I mean, you, you really broke that down. I've heard of like lining out steps. I've heard of lining out baby steps, but that's like ultra- baby stuff, like, like going really minute. And I, I really like that. And I think of Steve Jobs, because I've heard that he did a lot of those type of things, like, like his wardrobe. It's like, yes. he wore the exact same thing every day to eliminate having to think about that or make a decision on that so that he didn't have to deplete his willpower. Same thing and, with Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. Where's the same thing? Same thing with Jennifer Aniston and Courtney Cox. They were the stars of Friends, right? They had the exact same lunch, the exact same lunch. Every day they were on set for 10 years. Why? They knew it was healthy. They knew it was in their calorie budget. They didn't have to think about it. They had a, they had a Cobb salad brought to them every single day for lunch. Every single day for 10 years. But they were just like, I know this works for me. I, I don't want to think about it. I, like if there's good food on set, I don't want to have to think. It's already been decided. This is being brought to me right now. And yes, I think you perfectly nailed it. You, like utilizing yeah. routines and systems to be able to use your headspace for other, for other things. Yeah. And, and on a side note too, um, I, I think this um, translating even over like, like to the diet aspect you mentioned about the food and you mentioned about there, like with, uh, with my wife and I, we've struggled with, with trying to lose weight over the last several years because we didn't put any thought into it and we, we didn't care what we put in our bodies. Yeah. And, and I mean, me personally, I gained a hundred pounds and I've been struggling to try to take that off. And it's like every type of diet or program or whatever that we try, it always takes a lot of brain work mm-hmm. and willpower to try to do it. 
and, and the thing that we found that makes it easy, and so we tried the keto diet as an example. I've talked about this on my podcast before too, to where it's low carb, but yeah. even though that, that simplifies it as far as like, okay, you just look at it. Okay. Is it low carb? Is it not? And, and you can make your decision that way, but you still have to think about it. You have to plan for it. And it's like, if you go out to eat or if you go on a trip, totally. yeah, you got, you got to plan for those things. That makes it difficult. The other thing that we started doing and my wife is really liking it and I'm doing it with her as well is intermittent fasting. Mm. It makes a decision. It's like, okay, this is when I eat. Yes. During this time frame. And so whatever time frame it is, one o'clock to nine o'clock or five o'clock to ten o'clock or mm-hmm. whatever um is decided. And, and it's like, okay, eat during this window. It doesn't matter what we eat, but it's just during this window. Yeah. It, it eliminates a lot of decision making that, that's there. And it and it you don't have to worry about preparing food outside of that. It's just doing that. It simplifies the process. And my wife is, I mean, she's only been doing it about a week now, but she's been seeing good success. And it's not stressful for her because she just knows, okay, this is when I eat. Well, and I can totally resonate with that. Like, so I just hired a personal trainer as well, because again, like if I make somebody else be in charge of it, then it's easier, right? Like I, she literally reaches out to me every day and she's watching my calories and like everything like that. But one of my biggest holdups with eating healthy is like the time to cook. So I usually will pick convenience over help because it's just how it is. So Mm -hmm. honestly, it like required a little bit more upfront investment for me. But like my whole freezer and fridge is filled with like pre-made meals, right? So it's like, I know that I have to put in the microwave for four minutes and then I'm done. And I know it's healthy and I know it's good, but then that way it just like eliminates this barrier for me, right? Like, oh, I can't do that because I don't have time. So I guess I have Mm -hmm. to choose this. And that's been like my big holdup all the time too, because I'm like, okay, like I can do this, but like who, who has time to make chicken every single night? I don't know who has time to make chicken every single night, not me. And again, so just being like, oh my gosh, like how can I eliminate that choice at all? So I love that concept of like intermittent fasting that it was like, yeah. I don't eat during that time. Cool. So like, and how could I even eliminate even the option to acquire food during that point? Like to eliminate that decision even more. Yeah, I love that. And I think again, like regardless of what it is you're trying to do, that's what I think is so amazing about this concept of automation or it's just like, how can I make the decision once and then set up systems and routines so that it's done? Like there's only one way to do it. There's no egos left in the house. There's only egg whites. So you're going to choose egg whites because there's no other option. So I love that. I totally love that. See, you guys are my automated humans. You understand. Yeah, I I really like that concept there of eliminating the other options. So you mentioned that a couple of times. So I really think that that is a really great thing. I never really thought too much about, though, is it's not just trying to get certain things set up, but to eliminate the possibility of being able to do anything else. And so it, it keeps you being able to do that. And so, and we do that in business as well. Like we wanted to do a Facebook launch. We kind of like a few things going right now. We're like, Oh, is that like going to fall by the wayside? We didn't know. So we literally hired an expert who cost a lot of money, but we literally did it to ensure that we would do it. Do you know what I mean? Like we're going to have somebody else do it to ensure that that's going to happen. So there's literally no other option or it's either we do it or we're 30 grand out because we just paid this guy 30 grand to do it. So it's like, how can you like almost burn the ships where it's like, if I really want to do this, how can I burn the ships to make sure that this happens by eliminating every other possibility? Yeah, that sounds pretty extreme, but it sounds like it's a really good motivator. <laughs> so Yeah, totally, totally, totally. And I think the more that you go to, like the more it just becomes like a way of thinking, right? Where you're just like, oh yeah, cool. Like we're going to get rid of this, get rid of this, burn the ship here, burn the ship here. So it seems less dramatic, even though it might be, but you're just like, yeah. I know exactly what I want. I'm going to eliminate everything that could possibly deter me from getting there. And then you just move forward. 
Yeah, absolutely. So, so I think this is all great. And I know that people can be able to get a lot more from you. I know you have your website there. Why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit more what you can be able to offer with the uh, automation. Totally. Pieces. So we actually do quite a few things. So my company is actually called Design Hacking Studios. And what we do is we show people how to present stories that convert. So how do you present your offers online in a way that people actually buy? But the thing that's really can be difficult about that is maybe you set up a funnel, maybe you build a video, maybe you start this content, but eventually we all like peter out because we get tired and we don't have systems and it's like, oh, I made a really cool video or like I did like six podcast episodes and I just like couldn't keep it up, right? And so what we do is we not only teach, hey, how do you take your offers and present them in a way that converts? That's step one. But then on the back end, how can we then automate everything that's happening so that it's just this perpetually growing machine even without you. Anyway, so if you guys want to learn more about how to do that, so not only automating your marketing systems on the back end, but also automating your personal routines. We talk all about it in my free Facebook group. It's called Design Hackers Official. So you can come check us out there. Or um, you can literally follow me on YouTube or Instagram. I'm the same, Miss Catherine Jones, MS Catherine Jones. And again, we talk all about like, how do you present stories that convert? And then how do you automate all the stuff in the back end so that you don't just like build things and then you're overwhelmed and showing you how to automate all those things with teams and different things like that. And yes, it's absolutely amazing. So if you want to come hang out with us, Design Hackers Official, that would be what I'd recommend. Excellent. Well, I will make sure that they have all those links in the show notes. I'm also going to go ahead and throw a link to your book. What's the name of your book again? Oh, my book is called Automate Your Routines, Guarantee Your Result. Yeah. So I'll make sure there's a link to that as well. And for you listening, if you want to get the show notes for today's episode, you can either swipe over in your podcast app or you can go to successroadpodcast.com slash 015 and you can be able to get the show notes that way as well. Catherine, thank you for joining us today. Oh my gosh, it was an honor to talk with you. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Now, if you have anyone that you know that could use this information, definitely share it with them, spread this around. And I look forward to talking with you on the next episode. Thank you. God bless. Thank you.